Welcome to the Labor Force Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Strukin, proud member of New York State United Teachers, celebrating 50 years this year. Driving past Starbucks yesterday at about 9.30 in the morning, of course the drive through lane was choked with cars, stretching completely around the building. Up ahead was a UPS truck in the turning lane, waiting to turn into a business and deliver a package. The kicker, it was pouring rain. You'd think if you wanted to be the last car in that drive through lineup, you'd think twice. Once about the wait, and again about the worker in the window, having to get whiplashed each time she serves one of those cars their overpriced sugar and fluff. Then again, you have to, just have to, get your cinnamon dolce latte, no matter what. UPS workers until this tentative contract had no protection against the heat. Who here says they have protection against lashing rain? Then again, maybe they have a poncho somewhere on the truck. Chances are, those packages will be protected against the rain. Maybe once you finally get your latte, you're going to run other errands. Maybe you're going home to binge watch a show all day. If you have time to do that, God bless you. God bless the actors and writers standing up for their work. And if it's delaying your ability to binge watch a show, so be it. If you can afford to idle in a long line to get your cinnamon dolce latte, you'll live. Putting all this together, it's no surprise that we have this combination now of service, utility, and entertainment workers all saying no moss. But as usual, there's a larger message, and it has a lot to do with you and I. We already look through the lens of relentless capitalism driving all of this. Here's Succession star Arian Moyed. We've all done all of the work to strive to get to this place as working class actors, and it seems like they don't seem to think that we're valuable at all. And in a society, in a place right now, where UPS workers are asking for air conditioning, Starbucks workers are trying to not get burned, Amazon workers are just trying to get hours in the day and longer breaks, it seems like it's a real big bigger thing and not just about us it's about much it's about this whole world kind of coming together against these huge corporations but what about all of us and our expectations and habits the associated press out with a piece today in their business section consumers are demanding speed and convenience is driving the labor unrest in hollywood and at ups six straight days of 12-hour driving single-digit paychecks the complaints come from workers in vastly different industries UPS delivery drivers, and Hollywood actors and writers. But they point to an underlying factor driving a surge of labor unrest, the cost of workers whose jobs have changed drastically as companies scramble to meet customer expectations for speed and convenience in industries transformed by technology. The pandemic accelerated those changes, pushing retailers to shift online and intensifying the streaming competition among entertainment companies. Now from the picket lines, Workers are trying to give consumers a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to produce a show that can be binged anytime or get dog food delivered to their doorstep with a phone swipe. That's the thing. Our consideration shouldn't need a behind-the-scenes look. It's right in front of our eyes, if we only care to look objectively and put our desires aside for a moment. Starbucks baristas in a beehive of supposedly ordered disorder trying to serve everyone in that drive through are not invisible. The next time you see a UPS truck or a FedEx or Amazon delivery truck in oppressive weather you do anything to get out of? Imagine being the driver having to dispense packages stacked like bricks to the ceiling. And be mindful, very mindful, 
that most actors and actresses are neither rich nor famous. Further from the piece, actors and writers have long relied on residuals or long-term payments for reruns and other airings of films and television shows, but reruns aren't a thing on streaming services, where series and films simply land and stay with no easy way, such as box office returns or ratings, to determine their popularity. Consequently, whatever residual streaming companies do pay often amount to a pittance, and screenwriters have been sharing tales of receiving single-digit checks. Daniel Sanchez Witzel, a screenwriter and showrunner on the negotiating team for the Writers Guild of America, said she was struck by the similarities between her experience and those of UPS drivers, some of whom joined the WGA for protests as they threatened their own potentially crippling strike. Jeffrey Palmarino, a full-time UPS driver near Albany, New York, said forced overtime emerged as a top issue during the pandemic as drivers cope with the crush of orders on par with the holiday season. Drivers never knew what time they would get home or if they could count on two days off each week, while 14-hour days in trucks without air conditioning became the norm. It was basically like Christmas on steroids for two straight years. A lot of us were forced to work six days a week, and that is not any way to live your life, said Palmarino, a Teamster shop steward. The Teamsters and labor activists hailed the tentative deal as a game-changer that would pressure other companies facing labor unrest to raise their standards. But similar outcomes are far from certain in industries lacking the sheer economic indispensability of UPS or the clout of its 340,000-member union. Efforts to organize at Starbucks and Amazon stalled as both companies aggressively fought against unionization. Still, labor protests will likely gain momentum following the UPS contract, said Patricia Campos Medina, executive director of the Worker Institute at the School of Industrial and Labor Relations at Cornell University, which released a report this year that found the number of labor strikes rose 52% in 2022. The whole idea that consumer convenience is above everything broke down during the pandemic. We started to think, I'm at home ordering, but there's actually a worker who has to go to the grocery store, who has to cook this for me so I can be comfortable, Campos Medina said. Let's turn to 19th century philosopher Henry Thoreau, who had it right way back in 1854. The cost of a thing is the amount of what I will call life, which is required to be exchanged for it, immediately or in the long run. How much of each other's lives are we going to continue to require, if we're privileged enough to do the requiring, that is, just to live our own? It was an open question then, and surely still wide open today. So thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the show, you can find Labor Force on Spotify for podcasters and select a level, starting at just a dollar a month. Also, please share, rate, and review to help others find the show. You can listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Until next time, take care and stay union strong. <laughs>